Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 279 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that teaches us more about you. Help us learn more about you today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 12. Much of this chapter is about the Sabbath and the controversy between the Pharisees and Jesus. He and the disciples gathered grain and ate it. He healed a man all on the Sabbath, which was not permitted according to their law. In verse 7, Jesus defends the heart of God and says, And if you had only known what this means, I desire mercy, readiness to help, to spare, to forgive, rather than sacrifice and sacrificial victims, you would not have condemned the guiltless. God desires love and a relationship with him. We will never be perfect in this fallen world, but the one thing we can do is love the Lord and seek a relationship with him. Verse 15 tells us Jesus healed all the people who needed healing. This fulfilled the prophecy we read in Isaiah 42 verses 1 through 4. And we read those verses here in verses 18 through 21. Verse 21 says the Gentiles will set their hopes in him and we do. We can be thankful we were chosen to know and believe in Jesus. Verses 36 and 37 stand out to me every time I read them. But I tell you, on the day of judgment, men will have to give account for every idle, inoperative, non-working word they speak. For by your words you will be justified and acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned and sentenced. Jesus said this, so we know it's true. Let us all take inventory of what we say today, tomorrow, and every day. I need a constant reminder, which is another reason I stay in the word. I need all of it every day to keep my heart in the right place, and hopefully my actions will follow. Let's see what Paul is writing in 2 Timothy chapter 1 today. Paul writes this letter from prison. He knew his time on earth was coming closer to an end. He missed Timothy and asked him to bring him some of his things, some of his books and parchments. In chapter 1, Paul writes that he continually prays for Timothy. He writes that he remembers how strong his faith is, a faith that was also in his grandmother and mother. He reminds Timothy to keep the flame of faith burning within him. Verse 7 is underlined in my Bible and says, For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, or craven and cringing and fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. God's Holy Spirit lives within us. Let us walk in boldness and his power today. Verse 14 says, Guard and keep with the greatest care the precious and excellently adapted truth which has been entrusted to you by the help of the Holy Spirit, who makes his home in us. Paul advised Timothy to guard and protect his faith, his truth. Not just guard it, but he was to keep watch over it with the greatest care, for it was precious. Our faith is precious, and it hasn't just been given to us, it has been entrusted to us. The Lord knit us together according to his plan. We are completely his, and everything about us is his. And by his grace, we are made clean in his sight. So our faith is a gift and his word is our source of truth. Let us guard it with all our might. We have to fight to keep our faith strong. Fight to make God number one in our lives because the world is so full of distractions. The enemy does his best to distract us long enough so we don't have time to do the one thing God calls us to do, 
worship him. The great commandment tells us to love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, and mind. Let us push hard against the distractions that take us away from the Lord and guard our faith with our lives. We start a new book in the Old Testament today, the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was a prophet who lived during the same time King Josiah reigned in Judah. He was a good king, and Jeremiah enjoyed his reign as he was treated very well during that time. However, when Josiah died, Judah fell to the Babylonian Empire, and Jeremiah was treated very poorly. He was imprisoned multiple times, and his life was threatened. The first chapter tells us that he was called by God to be a prophet for him, and he was to tell everything God told him to the people. In fact, God told him to tell them and not break down before them, or he would let them overtake him. This is a foreshadowing of the kinds of things he would have to tell them. It would not be easy for Jeremiah. In chapter 2, the Lord spoke through him and said that he remembered their devotion when he brought them out of Egypt. They were holy and set apart for him, but then they deserted him. He asks them where their righteousness went. They didn't ask for the Lord anymore. Their priests didn't ask for the Lord. The men who knew the law didn't ask for him anymore either, nor did the kings or the shepherds. So God would contend with them. They forsook the Lord so their land would lie wasted. He tells them they cannot rely on any other gods or people, including Egypt, to help them. Remember, Egypt had once held them captive, but now they sought help from them. God told them he didn't release them from captivity just so they would be free. He released them from captivity so they would be able to worship him. Instead, they worship other gods that cannot save them. And the nations they go to help for will not save them either. We will see what Jeremiah prophesies about tomorrow. Let's see what Psalm 98 teaches us. Psalm 98 starts with, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. This is such a refreshing way to start this psalm unto the Lord, singing a new song. Verse 4 is well known and is underlined in my Bible and says, Make a joyful noise to the Lord. All the earth, break forth and sing for joy. Yes, sing praises. The Lord does deserve our praise. He stretched forth his arm and provided salvation for us. He is our creator and desires a relationship with us and the honor and reverence he is due. Let us take time to worship him today and let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us about how much you love us by sending your son to die for us. Lord, soften our hearts and help us hear your gentle whispers. Keep us yours, Lord, and help us be obedient to you. We praise you for you are greatly to be praised. We worship your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word. 